0: everybody listens but it's not for everybody because it's not, not for, for the masses what's up everybody it's your boy gerald
1: it's tevin one of you somebody
2: hope ellen i mean i'm thinking we're going like
1: clockwise that at was that my point. fault okay i don't understand why though this is something we do every week but, but no, no, he, no, he, he was my, eating my throat was disturbed well
3: fella what's your name what's up y'all this is brian <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, my, my. Jesus. Oh, my God.
0: So, um, transition all right, we want to, yeah, we want to welcome you tonight. Um, we got a, a, a great cocktail here, and um,
1: this is called, what is it
3: called? So, what Tevin and called?
0: Brian made this. It's blue, first of all. So, I feel
2: like
1: Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> I don't know what that is, <laughs> but I'm not here for the that.
2: Hulk. I don't know. Um, well, I feel mm,
3: Caribbean waters. <laughs>
2: Oof, I right. could go with Caribbean waters right. for something.
3: Caribbean Cheers. waters. Cheers. Caribbean waters. Cheers.
0: Oh yeah. I'm, okay. Shout out to these uh new straws.
3: <laughs> yes. Thank you. Jared, Quality. For what that for?
0: Courtesy of uh Eat Fresh. Eat I was there fresh. today for lunch and ah, I was like, huh, good. you know what? I'm not buying no straws. I'm just gonna boost these. Thank you. Uh, I didn't boost them, I actually bought something from the business, so
2: did you buy ten drinks?
0: Uh Right, because this is a whole bundle
1: of I mean, it's like 20 straws. straws. Straw I don't know what the pressure you went to, though. but they might come to get you. you I don't you, know. You chipotle napkin Starbucks no, straws. No, so actually, I was in line, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I brought the my the reason sandwich. why restaurants keep things behind Boy, the counter.
3: They're like, you need napkins behind the counter. You no, do, too. I was feeling generous <laughs> today, right? <Your> so straws <laughs> behind the counter.
1: Ketchup <laughs> behind the counter.
2: <laughs> today, I stood up in front of the entire staff and spoke my piece during a staff meeting, and... I was just kind of ready to to say what I needed to say and kind of call people out on their on their stuff, and uh, and I pretty much did that. And in the midst of that, I'm going to go ahead and say it if this it, person hears this later on. It. Oh well, I'm in the midst of that. Uh, I let the phrase slip out, you know. They don't have my black girl magic, and after okay. the meeting, I okay. was confronted by one of my Caucasian coworkers. Who essentially said to me that she was offended that I said that, and I mean, as a white teacher, you know, I'm here, and I don't have poor classroom management, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, this was not about you, this was about me and my hope Kent's black girl magic, and um, I said, because there are other people in this building, African Americans women who I don't feel like I don't feel like they have good classroom management either, right, so this wasn't a <laughs> a black people thing. I'm taking a stand, it was more or less. No, they don't have my magic, yeah. and I just happen to be black, so they don't have my black girl magic, and I will stand by that. So I was sorry that she felt offended. Right. But again, we got this privilege thing going on, and I don't understand she it. What was the context right. in which
3: you used it? Like, right. so, um, was it a joking way? Like, no,
2: I was, I was, I was on that thing. Like, I was on an entire rant today during yeah. the staff meeting. Go off. Hope. And when the administrator said to me, you know, we can't assume that people operate in their classrooms like you operating your classroom I said oh that was never an assumption on yeah. my part I have my own black girl magic Go did, off. Your,
3: did your administrator <laughs> talk with you about that
2: no my administrator again the people in the building they were probably just like oh she's just talking what she's talking right. but that person felt offended and I said what I said I'm going to stand by it um, I don't know if it might have been more PC had I just said well that's my magic but why should I have to monitor all the way what I'm saying. You don't. When that's how I felt. Seeing how I was really in that moment advocating for a larger group of people and that's what she chose to focus on. I can't help that either. She should have hopped on the bandwagon of the initial fight and said, Hey, yes, I'm also having problems in this area, da 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 da. She chose to focus on that and sometimes I don't know. I, I feel like if we get upset about certain things as African Americans, then it's why they why they ragging on that. But then they can trip off of some stupid, stupid, shit. Shit.
1: stupid shit. And we
2: have to cater to them. And at this moment, I think in general, my life is I'm tired of catering to people in general and 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 being that very balanced uh, or whatever Libra, who's just trying to keep the peace and harmonious. Like, maybe we need some disruption like Martin Luther King. Malcolm X they were disrupting some stuff in order to get a response. I feel like we're all just yeah. walking around on eggshells. Meanwhile, we got this orange Cheeto in the White House doing whatever he wants to do straight up and they're following suit. But you know, as soon as we say one thing, they want to pop off.
3: So some I mean, some of your points I definitely agree with you mm-hmm. on. I'm equ- I'm equating to best practices. Mm-hmm. So how does your white coworker get your black girl mad? So let's start
2: let's start that over. The the question really is How can anyone else in that building, including the black ones, because it's not just a white thing, get my black girl magic. Uh, In concerning best practices, I think it's really about the expectations that you lay down in the beginning. Now, we all, as teachers, we lay out our expectations. But here's the thing, not just for our students, but even the way our administration deals with us, it's all about those consequences and the follow-through and holding people accountable. And I'm holding them accountable, and I feel like sometimes I'm just fighting this battle Against other people, and I can't be the only teacher saying, "Hey, we need to hold them accountable. It can't just be me,
0: so in terms of the coworker and a level of understanding mm-hmm. right was in in that instance was the offense that I don't understand what it is that perhaps you're describing, or like i'm was she angry at the fact that you referred to the obvious of being an African American
2: you know i if I ponder on it too long, I could come up with a thousand and one things, mm-hmm. and I don't want to." But I do, we definitely know that it's because I use the words black. Right. Now, in that moment, it was kind of like, excuse me or sorry that you feel that way. And then I had to move on. Right. Um, And so then I was debating on whether or not tomorrow I would go in and continue that conversation anymore. But part of me just feels like, nah, sis. Like, if she approaches me and is like, well, Miss Kent, you know, I just really want to then maybe we can still talk about it. But otherwise, I don't want to say I don't care.
1: It's well, only, I feel like it's only our people that has to defend our pride. It's like, why the hell do we have to keep apologizing for owning our truth? And we always have to have some type of story or I'm sorry you feel that way or I'll tone it down. No, fuck that, man.
0: No, I think, I think if nothing else, it's a teachable moment, right? And depending on her approach, to the subject and how she you know got there okay so what is what is your what's the real issue here but that's
2: why i unpacked a very small carry-on that i took on the spirit spirit flight right to her in that moment by saying ma'am yeah. I, I pretty much shaded any color right. race in this building who's not doing whatever right. they literally blacks whites filipinos everybody right. they just don't have all y'all my black girl magic and i don't have somebody else's black girl magic yeah. right. i don't have somebody else's white match it's just, it's just
3: you ain't I am myself, I got. you, you don't, don't have what right. I have, right. and
2: I'm unique, and that's with my friendships, my relationships, just yeah. anything, like, yo, you not Hope Ellen.
3: They put things on us, okay. in a way, that, and, and to make us feel guilt about about being proud of who we are, and where we've come from, and, and it's also a way to to um, cloud what they've done
1: in the past—it's another form of oppression, to okay? Them. But
3: like, like, I can't put it on that one person, but but your ethnicity, your race, whomever, your your ancestors—you know—did this to us, I right? See. And you don't and you don't want to hear about it anymore. You're like that was in the past, and I, and that was but the past has ramifications to the present, right? Okay, so because and because of that, I have to always know what was in my past in order to move forward into my future. And you have to also realize why you're privileged. And, and they don't realize their privilege.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Oh. So I, that's why I think it there deserves to be a continued conversation. So obviously you at this school, let me teach you right quick. I, I get it. I, yeah. I can completely but you know understand what, Gerard, that. At the
2: end of the day, it's all about my care level. Right. And again, we've been talking about it a lot. My 2020. Yeah. I ain't got time for that crap. And we're and in 2020. Be, so she know. Yeah, she, she know. know.
0: So, but that's, that's what I'm saying. But
2: that's the assumption
0: though. And I, I mean, no, no, I get no, no. it. What I'm
2: saying is I don't care if she knows or not. The fact like even Tevin was saying why do we have to go back and explain to them to help them understand why what they don't get right like it's just it's i feel like we would always be doing that so if you now think that that statement i made just totally changes how you look at me well that's fine
0: if i come to you and i have a question about something how am i supposed to know and i'm not talking about like all people mm-hmm. i'm talking about you and me right that it like we would do the work like you would just say oh i don't feel like talking about it but it's like but yet yeah, we say stuff and then we're not willing to create an atmosphere or a dialogue to have a full understanding of what it is that we're communicating. But it's,
2: it's definitely situational. And in right. this situation, definitely situational. it's not solely about you. Um, there are other people who don't have literally my magic, my black girl magic. Tomorrow when I see it at work, it's gonna be a good morning. Right. I'm gonna keep it moving. But right. now at this point, it's like, nah, sis, we, we good, love. And that's just it. Yeah.
3: So do you feel that they, they meaning um, white people, have some type, some level of wanting to um, wanting pieces of our culture? I usually,
0: and especially after having been in the military, Like I try not to generalize, like I try not to say black people or or white people or this, like I can only speak to the people that I've come into contact with. When I'm talking about my experience, it's probably based on the people that I've come into contact with, as opposed to a general population of people that I'm now speaking on behalf of, right? I don't know all black people. I don't know all white people. And so I feel like when we have those opportunities for dialogue, that it makes the world a little bit smaller and you have had a personal relationship with me, and so maybe you understand where I'm coming from a little bit better, and vice versa, right?
3: And that worries me. And I tell you why that worries me because I, I I feel like some things are black and white, okay? Like like I I can't. Yes, I'm gonna generally you, you I agree g- with that. Yeah. Like this is good because I want to yeah, understand. We're like, we're I, generalized. So yes, we're gonna. I, I can I can generalize that 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 our people was in, were enslaved. Those are facts. By Right. by by you all those, those right are, those, those, are, are those are facts i'm
0: not I'm not talking about like that I mean those are obvious you know historical facts right I'm talking about like like all white people don't season chicken right. or all black people season chicken it's like uh I don't know I'm not in everybody's kitchen you know what I'm saying so and that's what like those are and those are stereotypes so do you think
2: some or do you think if any of them want to really be included or have what we have maybe he should just saying, all is never good. So, right. Just, Outside of the all, there is none.
0: Um, I think <laughs> cultural appropriation exists in in lots of communities, and I'm not. And so, mm. I don't think it's like.
1: They want what we have. We got we got that that swag. We got that good rhythm. We got that that hair. You know, they want our hair. They want our bodies. Yeah. They want our our music. You know, heck yeah, they they want to be like us. But they don't want you know everything that comes along with it. They don't. They don't want. Right. That part of, of of the black side, they don't want the you know the hood part, they don't want the oppressed part, they don't right. want the the struggle part, you know. And even after all that, you know, we still you know can rise up and be great and be millionaires and billionaires and be you know become president of the United States. And you know, we're still making you know something out of nothing. You know, you give us. You know, scraps. We're going we gonna to make gumbo. We're going to make some good old soul food. You know what I mean?
0: Dollar out of 15 cents. Dollar out
1: of 15 like cents.
0: That's just how we do it. I right. I mean, like, when you don't have that, you don't then have that's something that you really, you know. You don't have this. That you don't understand and that you probably want to have some of.
2: I mean, this is why they took us from our homes in Africa. Yeah. They saw what we have. we the type yeah. situation.
1: And they didn't take slaves when they took us. They took doctors. They took lawyers. They took musicians. People out took,
2: here building these pyramids that exactly. they have yet to. Reproduce, you know, but whatever.
0: I've never personally, me personally, met a black person like who like absolutely one hundred percent hated white people. I've never experienced that. I have been on the receiving end of hate from people who don't know me. Yeah. And and that's simply because of what they see. Whether not black because or white. of I'm talking about, I mean, I never received that kind of hate from a black person personally, okay. but I have seen it from a white person. Okay. And so what I've always asked is, like, I don't understand honestly how, you know, um, white people just hate black people on principle. Um, but it's like I very rarely run into black people like, well, I hate the man. I hate it. Like, I, I just don't see it. And I think and we have real cause to hate that way. But, I, but black people are so loving and forgiving. And I'm not saying that white people are not. I'm just saying it's not my experience that I don't understand that whole thing. This dichotomy where it's like, you know, they can hate us for every single thing. And black people ain't even think about them
3: that way. Well, that's because, like, some of them see one subsection of us and they generalize it for all of us. Um, I was at the restaurant the other day. And on I on on my left side was a guy who had a um a skull cap on and he was with his girlfriend it seemed like they might have been on the date. We're sitting at the bar and on my right side was a dreadlocked um guy. Oh, um a guy a dreadlocked guy. Oh, he true. had dreadlocks. And uh, I have locks too, by the way. now so and, and so of course he he smelled of uh of marijuana. Uh, he, he smelled like he, he, he smell like the, weed, y'all. He smelled like weed. The locked guy. Yes, yes, and his locks weren't as kept. Okay, and this is the black guy. This is the black guy. Okay, they're yes. all they're black people to my left and to my right. Gotcha. And so um, uh, he uh, asked for say, uh, but the bartender kind of treated him a, a, a type of way. And part of that, you know, could have been the way he was asking for what he's asking for, right. how he asked, you know. But also, the the bartender was treating him, so I, I could see it. So the bartender came to me, and you know, and 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 I was. Um, Dressed, let's say, business casual. And your locks are maintained. Yes, and they are maintained and it was because they're pulled. shaved on the side. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, these pulled. are your locks, right? Yes, right. and they're they pulled. Locks? Yes, okay. and they're pulled into a ponytail. <laughs> and anyway, but the guy begins to, you know, treat me, you know, in a certain, in the same way he was treating the other guy because the guy beside me, the black guy beside me, approached you in, in, in a way, right? You're now looking at me like I'm going to approach you in the same way or that we're going to have the same interaction. So
1: did he say something to you that made you feel some type of way? Like was it his tone, body language? Tone,
3: body language, how he how he interacted with um the white couple at the very end of the bar versus how he treated the black individuals at the bar.
0: See, so that's always my concern. It's like and I'm not saying that it's it's a go-to like we we automatically go to it's a race. Mhm related issue um because i mean it it could be you know i I don't know maybe you said his hair was unkept like like the guy could have a bunch of different ideas about whatever (laughs) i mean it's obvious when you see someone because the first thing you notice or can notice about them is the color of their skin but it's like i i don't know i don't want to live in a world where i feel like that is like the first and the foremost thought that people have when they see me. Nobody does. Or that I would be at at a bar and the bartender would treat me differently than he would a couple of a different color at the other end of the bar. You you know what I'm saying? But see, I
1: even question why you even brought up certain details about you and the other black guy. Like, it was kind of like a comparison where the guy with, you know, the, the unkept, you know, dreads versus you with the nice dreads. You know, you... Business casual it was like, why do those details even matter and stuff? And, and I mean, yeah. So just to clarify,
3: like that—that that was really just to show you, you know, to kind of give you a more a visual of right. of what what I felt like the the white guy was seeing and how mm-hmm. and how they see they. You know, some of them treat us all, you know, bad is what I'm trying to say. Doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't matter. You can you can be wearing a five hundred dollar suit, mm-hmm. you know, or a two dollar jumpsuit and they're gonna still treat some of them, some of them, you know, will still treat you in in um in a way. And so I feel like I, I feel like we have cause to call to pull the race card. I feel like I feel like it's not as it's not pulled as much as it should be. Mhm. Because we're we we are we're afraid to pull the race car because they have made us feel like why y'all always got to pull the race car. But this is we my we we freed y'all back in the uh, day, well, no. so why why you got to pull the race car? I agree. Outright know? discrimination. You live next door to me. Why you got to pull the race car?
0: But my thing is, how so? How do you know? And this is the question for the table. How do you know that you are being racially discriminated against? Right, and 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 I mean just like. Just, just in any any scenario, like, like what does it look like? I'm talking about from your personal perspective when you go into a place and you have an experience. How and 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 how how does that get you to seeing it as or perceiving it as you being racially discriminated against? That's what I'm asking. I I, I know it
1: looks like how it feels, um, like uncertainty. Like are you really following me around the store right now? Are you really uh ignoring me, you know, while you indulge these these white people at the other other end of the bar? You know, it looks like are you really uh following me after I come out of the seven eleven with my Skittles and, you know, my, my sweet tea I, I get it. Because you don't think I belong in this neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know. And that's interesting to me that you even have to ask what it feels like, you know. Like <laughs> do we not have the same color skin color? Like, have you not lived in I, America with me?
0: <laughs>
1: I just think that
0: I don't know. I, I'm really torn and, and I'm not saying that those things don't happen to people. And I'm not saying that I've I, I I haven't been racially discriminated against. So what I'm how saying. How
1: did is, how did you know you were racially discriminated?
0: Um I'm trying to think back to an instance where it was apparent or it's clear to me, um, but I always go on like if it if it's policy like if you if I'm in the store and somebody's not with like I mean I make it known that I'm a customer right and I and I won't even say it's about how you carry yourself because I think if somebody is is hell bent on being you know uh, discriminating against you that's what they're going to do that's in them. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I really need to unpack this because yeah. I don't. It's a,
1: it's a lot to think about, it, especially because you you try to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, in every situation. And you maybe and then maybe one day they somebody could just be having a bad day and it's not about a racial thing at I'm all. Saying. So you know? and that's the
0: space that I try to live in yeah. where it's like I don't go into a restaurant thinking that this bartender is going to discriminate against me because I'm yeah. black. Yeah. me So, neither. so yeah. that's not aut- my automatic go to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just trying to like, OK, well. I mean, did you not like my personality? Did right. you not like my shirt? But I yeah. mean, like when it becomes apparent mm-hmm. that I've been racially profiled, then that's another. That's another thing.
2: I was in Paris last weekend. Uh huh. And we went to a restaurant in the city. It was a forty-five minute to an hour wait. So we're like, hey, let's just go to the bar, chill out there. This is what we're gonna do. So we get over by the bar area, and there's a door. And it's for the handicap, like a handicap bathroom. And we asked the person, hey, can we sit here? They are like, yeah, go ahead and sit down. So we're sitting, we're waiting for our drinks from the bar. And then all of a sudden the guy come over. He's like, you can't sit here because you're blocking the bathroom door. Now what's odd about the situation is there are literally five chairs just right there. And so we're, we're, where we are seated, there's ample room enough to put a whole wheelchair by, by us. People can stand there. Anyway, so we move. I'm like, okay, cool. Not even five minutes later, I look over. There's people sitting there. There's an entire Caucasian little situation. Yep. Not only were they sitting in the chairs, but they're blocking the entire aisle. Hmm. So I'm just waiting. I'm like, okay. Okay. So then you wait a little bit more because you need them to be there for as long as you were so that somebody can see. Because you know how I play things.
1: mm Got to be fair. No one ever
2: came. So now I'm like, shoot. I'm in France. I really can't just go off because, I mean, yeah, they're going to say something. I don't know how it's going to turn out. But just at that moment, it was kind of like God because not even 25 minutes had passed. And the lady was like, your table's ready. Okay. Now she's a sister looking like me. So she's leading us over, and I was going to let it go, but then I was like, nah. I said, excuse me, sis. So I just want to say this. I'm so grateful that you are taking us to our table now in the 25-minute gap period time. But we were... Seated over there by that bar, and we were asked to move, and now I'm looking and I'm seeing these, this new group of people uh-huh. who are there. No one's asked them to move, and they're still there. I'm trying to figure out why I was asked to move and they were not. She said, "Okay, okay." Next thing I know, she's talking to some man. Well, I was like, "That's probably the manager," and at, at the end of the day, the manager ended up coming to serve us. Right. He acknowledged yeah. me. He acknowledged what was going on. Yeah. And he was probably like. Yeah,
0: I see how this could look. Yeah. Like
2: this is American. She's already right. over there with that orange Cheeto. So Bro. let yep. me make this right, right? And we had the best service. Like I'm gonna go back to that restaurant. Right, that experience could have gone another way. But mm-hmm. also, I felt the need to speak on it. Right, mm-hmm. and it's it's everywhere. And we've I've, gone other places before. And
1: but I think that is okay. And I think that's what needs to happen is that every time we're the issue we have to address the yeah. issue we have to speak up we can't just oh let it slide and be like oh it'll no <clears throat> you have to speak up every time because that's the only way things are going to change we have to interrupt the pattern yeah to be clear yeah. i think again
0: <clears throat> help me understand this is what happened this is how it appears to me is this what i am experiencing you know what i'm saying and so because managers like you know what you're absolutely right let me take it. Let me make this right for you. So I think sometimes even calling it out and I won't say that people are not aware, mm-hmm. but it's like this stuff is so ingrained and engrossed in the, in, in the hearts of people. Sometimes I don't even think that they see it. Yeah. And so I think calling it out in that way. Right.
1: Like this is what I'm experiencing. Are you trying to have me experience this? Because this ain't it for me, you know, you know, and
2: a lot of us do express ourselves but it's in the way where they're cursing and fussing, getting and so loud. And people understand people had this fight I was, or flight I was thing. Just about yeah. to say that, because
1: like, black yeah. people, we have this thing where we just go off. We go from zero to hundred, and it's like, hey, it would be so much better if we can, you know, comprehend you first of all. And off, not right. all black people. We were
2: right. not saying yeah, all. Okay. Not all,
1: but just a, a good amount understand. of us. You know, could you know, we just go off. We could we could benefit from calmly stating how we feel and ask those questions, you know, in a calm manner and then if that shit don't work that's when you go off <laughs> but but start get off the so gap, that get the get the get. start off with people so that you so that you can understand they can understand and so that you can have that dialogue that can actually affect change because if all you're doing is yelling and fighting anybody listening to you? so I did order Papa John's Papa
3: John's used to be like my favorite uh, pizza what happened? I, I enjoyed Papa John's over Pizza Hut over Domino's okay. and everywhere else I was just like I still do actually yeah, I was a Papa John's fan, and then Papa John's ran. You know, Papa John. You know, didn't he do some foolishness? some some mess? Triggles. I mean, s- straight up, and you know, said some racial remarks that he they should not have said, and um, made it seem. You know, it's like, oh, Papa John's is a racist company. You know, so are y'all still here for Papa John's? I just want to know. Like, yeah, we ordered it tonight. I just want to know if you're actually still here for Papa John's. Um, it's no, we you ordered it tonight, and I'm well, I'm enjoying we went
2: it. Went away. Um. And they're they're now under new management.
0: But isn't he suing to get ownership back or something like that? Like he is a.
2: Who knows? Um, but they they donated some money I think to Bennett <laughs> when they were in that crisis. So they all in it. But did Bennett guess. give it, did Bennett give it
3: back? I
2: don't
3: know. I, did they? I heard something like that. Did Bennett give it back? Did Bennett give it back? Did who? they give it back? Are these
2: HBCUs going to give back this money Trump is proposing to give us? You we know, buy, um, I mean.
3: Spelman gave back Cosby money. Really. Yes, oh my a God. lot of it. You know, so, yeah, some HBCUs do, you well, know, give, when you don't give, give back right. money. I mean, so Papa John's is um, um, built on its franchises. So it's about 85% franchisee. And um, so while Papa John may have made that statement, of course, he gets, you know, residuals from each uh, franchisee. But I mean, there are a lot of minority Papa John's owners. Um that I clearly don't feel the same way, you know, he does. And yes, they are under new management. Um, so I think I'm here for uh Papa John's. I mean I, I I I was shocked, okay. The company is done some improvements, you know, backtracked, you know, on those comments and I think I'm here for them again.
0: What so was there a time after that incident that you didn't support Papa John's and when did you go back to Papa John's? But you
3: said they backtracked on it? His- yeah, the company yeah, the company kind of walked it back, you know, gotten new leadership, uh, put, you know, pushed him out or whatever they did to kind of improve the situation. Ooh.
0: So, so when do we forgive people who have offended us? So, when is what's what's appropriate in terms of uh correction from Papa John's? Like when does he get reinvited uh to the picnic, right?
1: To the cookout? Like when does he come back? Or when publi- does Pop- so and what is the company? Yeah, right. So right, that plus well, was did he ever publicly apologize? Did he ever do that? I can't say. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall that. So that's that's that would be one step. Um, and then your behavior changes. But how do you know that the behavior's changed?
2: It all gets very complex though, because does it come to a point where there's just some things that are unforgivable, mm-hmm. right? And I, I mean, and not even talking about the whole get- that's God the, thing. No, and, that's because it's very true. Yeah. You know what. We are supposed to forgive people, so we know that already. But let's just put that to the side for right now, and just you know.
1: I feel like it's hard for Black people to forgive people outside of our race who have really messed us up or really talked against us because um, it has happened so often, and we feel like maybe they're they're apologizing or changing behavior for their benefit, as opposed to it just being the right thing to do. So, like. Michael Bloomberg right now, you know, back heavily backed, you know, the stop and frisk. And now he is out doing his tour, you know, to gain black voters and he's apologizing everywhere he goes for the stopping, stop and frisk, um, uh, initiative and he you know he's admitting that it was wrong and so there are some black people who are saying okay well when he said that he was sincere or he's apologizing you know he's putting his money you know to to try to help change in in a positive way and try to help you know the black community so i mean i think it's those steps maybe that you know get you on the right track to the whole quote-unquote black forgiveness um but that's a good point like where do we start to forgive
2: and as far as forgiveness those goes, though, um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of Blacks, whatever, people can say what they want to, and now that social media is such a thing, they're like, ah, and this, this, that, and the other, mm-hmm. but when we're really s- talking about putting our money where our mouth is or something, y'all was upset about that, but you still watching the NFL. Oh, y'all was upset about that, yep. but you still shopping at Pizza Hut. Mm. Y'all was upset about that, but you still on Instagram and Facebook and all these things that you probably could not live without You'll on re- your cute little yeah. iPhone. So what are we really talking about You'll here?
1: You'll retweet about Bennett closing that The Shade Room posted, but you ain't, ain't getting no money. Did not give you ain't getting no money.
2: That oh, they yeah. got more repost than it get money. But, I mean, that could really be a whole other episode unpacking the things we forgive or don't forgive like forgiveness light. is a huge Yo. topic
1: and i can't wait till we get there so hope whose black girl magic do you recognize and you know give light to um in this moment right now a
2: lot of our um african queens who are in the entertainment film industry right now
1: i was thinking of one in particular
2: yeah which one were you thinking of because maybe i just can't recollect i was thinking
1: name. of gabrielle union
2: okay Mm-hmm. Now, wha- now, so when I was saying African, I, I really meant like African, African for real, for real. Oh, okay, like, okay. They got the accent still, taboo and um. <coughs> so Lupita maybe. Okay. Or and um, Lovey, um, mm-hmm. you know, in, our, in her even on her podcast.
1: Uh, or Ozu Ozu Ozuamaka Ozu, Ozu Ozuam Ozuamaka. Ozu, okay. okay. Uh, Crazy that? from from Orange is the New Black. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy eyes. Crazy us, um, yeah. Ozu. Suzanne. Not, Suzanne. Uzu yeah. Amaka? Yeah. That's not you pronounce her name, though, right? Well, I, I'm doing the best I fucking can. But that's, but I, Uzu. that's Uzu. 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 is is Amaka. I remember. Something like that. Because she she did this whole You're doing presentation. You're I am. Like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I
0: am I I believe you.
1: Crazy Uzu. from Orange. I, I can't tell you. Okay. Her Uzu name is Uzu Aduba. Uzu Aduba. Right. But there is a her full i think this is just her film name like there's a whole interview she did talking about her name and how it's pronounced and um kind of kind of like where it came from
4: my family named me uzamaka that's my full name it means the road is good and i would have teachers or anyone, neighbors, try and say my name and it would be any version that they could think of other than Ozaamaka. So I came home from school one day and my mom was cooking. I said to her, Mommy, can you call me Zoe? And she stopped and said, Why? And I said, Because no one can say Ozaamaka. And she looked at me and she said, If they can learn to say Tchaikovsky and Michelangelo, and Dostoevsky, then they can learn to say Uzamaka. And I never asked her again. And what is amazing now, standing in my womanhood, in my power, is I wouldn't change my name for a second. Do not ever erase those identifiers that are held in you, whether it's your gap, whether it's your name, whether it's your food. It is yours, and it was given to you at birth, and it is yours to own. Listen. Uh, that blessed Uzza,
1: me. Uzamaka.
0: I mean it, and it really is. It it just <clears throat> speaks to our ability to try, you know. And we want to make things easy because it seems difficult for other people, but they don't apply themselves to understand that the the
1: road is imbe- good. Yes. Oh. Own. That's what I'm like. Own who you are, that's man. That's so dope. That's own so who dope, you are, man. So yes, hope. Who would you? Who would you crown or give the black girl magic to? Who would you say is worthy of that right now?
2: Those black single mothers out there. Okay. Those black mothers out there who are not single and they have a whole husband or sometimes uh, um, to be considered an extra child. Um, I give props to them. (laughs) And then we're known to be that emotional human being. But it's like, yo, we get it out. So we might be uh, thriving a little bit more. Than some men who might be holding in, but that's a whole nother conversation. Hmm. So I I, I give props to those ladies. Just anybody out here right now living and you're just trying to make it Mm -hmm. and you don't have that money, other celebrities. And I understand that celebrities still have issues. F we all get pain, but. When you can go pay for a nice flight to Mexico uh, to heal your pains, it's a little different every weekend. Or you just pay
1: for your pain to go away. Uh-huh. Well, that, Hello. but like
0: most of the pain that people are the recipients of have to do with some type of finances. I mean, for, for those of us who are not celebrities mm-hmm. and have yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of money, so it's almost like the root cause of a lot of the issues that we have. I mean, for me, it's, it's all of the women um, who find themselves in uh, a hard situation whatever reason they don't value themselves and they are treated or they allow people to treat them any kind
1: of way you are a queen like you are
0: black girl magic
1: Uh, I'd like to recognize those young girls who have just graduated from uh, high school and who are trying to make it through college on your own whether you're working full-time part-time jobs on the side you know and you don't have uh, a family or support system to pay for you but Those who are out here doing it and, and, and doing getting it done, uh, I support you and I wish you all the best and all the black girl magic success. You so, even need. if they're working the pole to get it done, mm-hmm. you wish hell yeah! yeah. Like, Man. hey, because people are falling from poles. they huh? listen, they're falling and they're Ooh. breaking jaws. And, that and was you know, so sad. did you see Did you was, finally see it? Listen. That thing, I think, so was wild. brutal. She they was put, she fell from heaven. They've added music to it and everything. And I, I was wondering why does she, like, she's a she's a true performer. Like, I can tell she's a true performer because she just kept right on dancing. She did. Like she didn't she didn't say that was an ah embarrassment. She didn't say, she, Ouch, say no, she didn't say out or nothing. She didn't say out or nothing. She just kept dancing. I was like, oh, you are a real performer. The show must go on. So yeah, shout out to you too because you, um, you are you are black girl magic. I can only imagine how it feels to break your jaw because
3: I'm like how do you
0: didn't you have you don't have any you never broke your
3: jaw no I can't
1: imagine it but but you said like you broke your jaw before like it was something something that everybody experienced like Like, I ain't never I ain't broke shit on my I don't
0: know I don't know if it was like the braces like I don't know for some reason I thought you had your jaws wired shut for some reason
1: that's a read oh
3: no that's a read it's not no 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 it's not a read if I had a um an underbite or whatever they call that, um, <laughs> then they have to break your jaw to realign you. Okay. Know, but I didn't have that. I thought you were telling me about yeah. that underbite. you
1: had an no, 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 that, that was that was seasoned, that was seasoned that shade right there. <laughs> I thought you. Was. I thought you had. Because, I thought because you, you know, you, didn't you break your jaw? I th- that was some Amorosa <laughs> shade right it there. Like. it wasn't. It wasn't said that way honestly <laughs> because I was trying to.
0: Because I don't know it was somebody that I know that that had that, that was doing the whole thing like that and that was.
1: So we've come to the part of the show where we talk about those people who do stupid shit. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know we call this section, You're a Jerk. You're a Jerk. You're...
0: <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> to the guy at the gas station who pulled up at the diesel pump, when there was only one that was available, for sitting there for five minutes before you decided to actually get fuel. You're, you're a, a Jerk.
4: jerk.
2: To the train conductor who directed me to the wrong track when I was in New Jersey, therefore causing me to miss my train home and having to wait in the Newark Penn Station until 3.45 in the morning,
1: you're you're a a jerk. jerk. To anyone who decides not to vote in any election, you're a jerk.
3: To my neighbors who don't always know how to parallel park and take up like Mm. Three parking spots. Oh my God. I hate
1: that. You're You're a a jerk.
3: Thanks for joining us on Not For The Masses. Subscribe, like, and make sure you share on all your social networks. Till next time, you are excused from the dinner table.